0: ah yes ladies and gentlemen my name is jack farmer his name is andy rossi and this is the evolution of movies show andy how are you doing big fella
1: i'm doing big fella <laughs> i'm doing well <laughs> yeah, yeah, Media fella
0: good to, good, to, good to know it's always good to tell ch- you now this week this year we have a fun guest that we are good friends with that we've known for a long time. I've been anxious to get him on the show, anxious to get his perspective, anxious yeah. to get his view. Someone yeah. who's funny, clever, witty. Let's quit dilly-dallying and let's bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tommy O'Sullivan, DJ Woo-hoo! Tommy oh, Tsunami of... Tommy, how are you, buddy?
2: I'm great. Did my mom write that intro? Or? Very <laughs> glowing. She did. she did. I had to edit okay. it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't enough about my cute butt. So, <laughs> right. Thank you for, yeah, thank you for that editorializing.
0: She led with that and talked about that the most. Kind of a weird amount, but uh, in any case, I'm glad you're on. Uh, as I said at the top, uh, you are someone both Andy and I have known for a long time. We've always gotten along famously. So I'm glad you took the time to be on the 50th biggest show about movies on all of podcasting.
2: Ooh. Is that true? How,
1: how How's the ranking? I have no idea. Probably not. Even <laughs> but, but, I was like, it's, it's it not seems like name. a popular category. So I think we could keep impressive. saying that, though, and it's like no one's going to argue with it. Yeah. yeah, you could you could field of dreams your way up the chart. So.
0: Fake it till you make it. You know, some people have gotten very far in life by just saying that they're the best. And so, yeah, we're the mm-hmm. number one movie podcast in the entire planet. Evolution of <laughs> movies and in if our
1: you tell territory.
0: Find documentation that proves otherwise. I'm going to keep saying it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh, but I'm glad you're on. This is going to be a fun episode. This yeah, is uh, having me. If people are new to the show and have never listened to it before, uh, it's the evolution of movies. And what we do is we watch a movie, and then we talk about it book club style. But we call it the evolution of movies because we always pick a movie that came out one year after the last movie we watched. So we start the season in 1980. Then we go to 1981, 1982. Now we're all the way up into 2005. Back in a time when theaters were filled with hits like Coach Carter, Batman Begins, and of course, 50 Cents, Get Rich or Die Trying.
1: Oh, yeah. we
0: aren't talking about any of those. We're talking about the 40-year-old virgin, a movie IMDb describes as, goaded by his buddies, a nerdy guy who's never done the deed, only (laughs) finds the pressure mounting when he meets a single mother. Tommy... Have you seen this movie before? And uh, what were your thoughts going into it this time around?
2: You know, uh, I I have seen this movie several times over the years. Um, I think it was one that I actually might have had on like a DVD-Blu-ray combo. And maybe it even came with like the digital code for Ultraviolet, if you remember that strange (laughs) window of time. Uh, Yes. (laughs) But um, yeah, last night I actually rented it, the unrated version. So I have some, um, some... Even more material to to, to remember now. But um, (laughs) yeah, I was fond of it then and I'm fond of it now.
0: You mentioned the window of time and the uh, like the Blu-rays and all this other stuff. And my overall thoughts of this and Andy, before we get into the first game of the show, I watching this, I was looking back at this and just thinking 2005 was such a specific time in history where as I'm watching this movie, there was so much stuff that was like that was only in 2005 that this was <laughs> a thing, like the eBay store and all this other stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, how 2005 is this? And it was so it was like a time capsule, more so than any of the other movies we've watched, uh, which made it a real treat. Uh, Andy, uh, what were you thinking going into this one?
1: Well, for one, I was excited to be uh, with Tommy. So and I think we picked a good Uh one. This is going to be a fun one. Well, I think this movie, when it first came out, Steve Carell wasn't what he is today. Like it was kind of like, wait, he's the leading man of this. So um, it was interesting when I first saw it. Um, But now you see like the people that are in it. You're like, oh, yeah, uh, most of these people have been the lead in their own movies several times. So it's very cool to kind of go back and, and check it out.
0: This movie, you're right. Everyone in it was, no one was a made person in this when they were in it yet. I think uh, Steve Carell was coming off the first season of The Office when this came out, which I don't think the first season of The Office was actually that successful even, uh, but everyone else in it, there's a ton of stars, but none of them were people that you could bank on just yet. And that said, Tommy, this is the first game we play in the, uh, we, we have two games. We play <laughs> a lot of games here and there's not even really much of a game, but uh, what we're going to do is, I always like to see if Andy can guess the Rotten Tomato score, and then you're going to guess if the real score is higher or lower
1: than what oh. Andy guesses. Comedies so, and, are so hard. Yeah, yeah, Andy, what do you think? Um, Tommy, I got to say, I've been I've been doing pretty well in this lately, but before that, I was doing horribly. So decide however you'd like to go. He's with. Uh,
0: he's gotten very he's gotten good at this,
1: but um, just but so some you know, Andy, the movies boy.
0: we're coming off of. Spider-Man two mm-hmm. mystic oh. river. Yeah. Uh, oh. And that 40 year old virgin. <laughs> was oh. a sharp, sharp turn of movies, but uh, Andy taking all that into consideration, where do you think the 40 year old virgin landed?
1: <laughs> well, can I, can I add that you, you said 50 cents, get rich or die trying as if we <laughs> needed to know it was 50 cents, get rich or die trying. Um, yeah. It so could have been someone else. <laughs> yeah. So it had to go against that. So that's tough. Um, Comedy usually doesn't get some good, good scores, but Judd Apatow, pretty early on Judd Apatow movies. I'm going to go with, like, this got pretty good. I remember it, like, people really liking this. I'll go, like, 75.
0: 75 is very high for a comedy. Was this Judd Apatow's first big one? I think this was kind of the put him on the map, like household yeah. name kind of thing. So that said, 75, Tommy, do you think the real score is higher or lower than 75%?
2: I'm gonna have to say higher,
0: Ooh, higher.
2: Yeah. Rotten
0: Tomatoes has this movie sitting at eighty-five percent, let puts it right next to Mystic River and Spider-Man, which I wow. think were eighty-eight and eighty-six, respectively. So uh, two movie. all-time legendary, <laughs> love, the love movies, The Forty-Year-Old Virgin, right up there with them. But I bet it didn't win any awards. Academy. <laughs> Shut up. Maybe
2: on a future season of your show you can uh start counting from zero Rotten Tomato score all the way up to a hundred.
0: <laughs> well, we just reviewed Scorpion good. King, so we're pretty close.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> we got about as close to zero as you're uh, gonna get. Famously that, won the Academy Award for Best Digital Effects. Yeah, um, it's um
0: that is a uh If you have nothing to do and you see Scorpion King is available for rent, find something
2: else. (laughs) Read a book. Schedule a a colonoscopy. Yeah. It's
0: it's actually shocking. Watch that movie and remind yourself that The Rock becomes the biggest star in Hollywood after that. Um, Mm. And it's a very weird, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting thing. Yeah. Somebody Um,
1: predicted that.
0: But before we get into the movie, uh, I always like to take a second to quickly thank everyone who's watching the show on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio. It's always appreciated, but we do it for a reason, and we do it for likes, comments, shares, subscribes, five-star reviews. So give us a five-star review and leave a little comment, why don't you? It's the least you could do. It's free to do. The only reason you're not doing it is because you're a jerk. So leave a five star review. Why don't you? Pretty uh, pretty aggressive call
1: to action. <laughs> I don't
0: play games, Tommy. It's All I'm <laughs> is a am a five star review.
1: Jack's not, gonna start making house visits.
0: Not these four star review crap. <laughs>
1: yeah, we don't hit want a that four like or and a subscribe three.
0: Or I will hunt you down and I will hit you. <laughs> Some people try to say it nice. I'm not playing. I you know I I do it for the five star reviews. I pay my rent with five star reviews. All right. Let's get started. Our hero wakes up in the morning and gets ready for work. Toys and collectibles are all over his home as he rides a bike to work at Tech City. Andy's coworker talks about his trip to Tijuana, and the only story Andy has is about eating an egg salad sandwich. The sales guys <laughs> fight about sales as Michael McDonald plays on the TV screens, and they're all planning a card game and need a fifth, so they invite Andy. At the poker game, Andy is better than everyone thinks, and everyone is telling stories of being with women from gross to romantic. When it's Andy's turn to tell a story, he clearly doesn't have one. He makes it up, he gets caught, and they find out that Andy is a virgin. And uh, the fellas all laugh at him. (laughs) Tommy, I always like to start with this first question. This is the beginning of the movie. Tell us about the world that we are going to live in and the characters
2: that inhabit it. Wow. You know, uh, it, it's, a, it's famously, you know, a lot of good comedies start with a montage. This one is no exception. We get his whole breakfast scene, very, uh, very controlled morning, very by the book clearly somebody whose mornings are never interrupted by, uh, you know, waking up with someone in their bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, rides his bike to work. We get our circuit city knockoff, um, which is another blast from the past that we yeah. talked about earlier. Just a physical electronics store. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a, what a concept. Um, yeah, we meet, uh, we meet the sales guys. We got Paul Rudd. We got Seth Rogen. Um, Jane Lynch is in there, you know, Solid solid crew. Yeah. A variable
0: who's who of the future of comedy. You mentioned Tech City, Circuit City knockoff. I bought this polo that I thought was really nice. And then I did one of these shows. And I'm like, it looks like I work at Circuit City. So <laughs> I wore it in honor of Tech City today oh. for this show. Because it looks like I'm wearing a Circuit
2: City shirt. I think but it's called Smart Tech, I, isn't it? I I think, uh, or I is think it Tech City? the blue polo is a Best Buy uniform, Jack. So. Best Buy. Oh,
1: um, no. Jeez. I, I'm sure like they we are still
2: it. open. Their lawyer got some
1: continuity errors popping up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but you uh Tommy hit on something here, Andy, and um uh, it's it's funny to me. The the unsaid message is to me, this guy's life is going great without someone else to worry about. I mean, his house is clean, he's getting a workout in the morning, um he's <laughs> uh he's got hobbies, he's making a good breakfast he's even riding a bike to work like
1: they try to make this guy look like a loser but i'm like this guy has his life in control especially like seth rogan's story sounds terrible the, the, his weekend <laughs> that he's talking about i'm like i'd much rather have an egg salad sandwich weekend <laughs> How old are we? So like,
0: I'm like, yeah, an egg salad sandwich does sound kind of nice. It sounds pretty good.
1: Yeah, I could go get the materials. I just gotta say the first thing. I, I always write notes each time we do this, and my first note says Steve Carell with boner. Like literally, they start the movie with Steve Carell with a boner, and it's like super obnoxious looking, which is which is lovely uh does nothing to adjust it by the way just
2: rolls <laughs> no, with yeah no no attempt to combat the <laughs> i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna bring this up multiple times throughout this movie tommy but i feel like this movie was the last bastion of people with jobs that are living in places that their job could in no way shape or form afford them to live in and Probably i'm looking that, at sure. uh andy in this movie steve Carell. And he works at a Best Buy, Circuit City kind of place, but he's got like a five-bedroom house in Los Angeles because he's got like a workout room, he's got a bedroom, he's got a like a collectibles room. Uh, this guy, there's no way he's living in a place. I feel like if you did that movie today, you'd be like, "Come on, dude, you can't." This guy can't live here.
2: Yeah, you know, and especially <laughs> you know, it's '05. We're we're just a few years out from well. You know the big yeah. the big bust. So right. So you're saying that he, that he was. I, I say he. I'm I'm saying he definitely has a subprime mortgage with an adjustable rate. Uh, he's, uh, he's so you, Andy
0: from uh, the four year old version is the reason the stock market collapsed. Uh, you heard it here first, post first, first, yeah. first, Um But uh, yeah, so this is the start, and um, just very fun getting to see all these characters, and and everyone looks so young. By the way, it was. Kind well, of Paul, Paul Rudd I'm looks the same. same. I mean, Paul Rudd's the same age as he's
2: always <laughs> been. This is but. actually one of the older uh looking Paul Rudd's that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I watched he looks older now. recently, and you're like, oh, look at that baby. And then I saw him somewhere else, of like a current photo, and I'm like, yeah, Paul Rudd. And I feel like this 40-year-old virgin's a strange dip in his, his ageless appearance.
0: Oh, yeah. I am on the record of saying I don't think he's on our timeline. <laughs> I think he's somehow bouncing around for him. He's been making twenty. Like for us, we're like, oh, he's been in movies for thirty years. He's actually only been alive for like, (laughs) like five or six years tops. I think for him, he's just been or
2: this clone of
0: him. Yeah, he's just he's just oh a clone. Maybe it is a clone because yeah, this one did look older than Ant
2: Man. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. maybe you guys should um, add the sixth day to your uh, to your list there that yeah. would be a good that actually is a great one to go back and yeah. i
0: love that one uh, no, I actually
1: because it's probably terrible
0: so I, i'd love to go back <laughs> i love when we review the terrible movies those are my favorite ones can,
1: can um, we talk about those steve carell talking about uh the women's breasts being sand and his whole story about like yeah she wanted me to talk dirty to her like the whole story is just so funny like he just does such a great job of like He's kind of getting their attention, and then like, <laughs> and then he knows he messes up. And what does he say? Like, he's like, they're not even gonna remember. And then he wakes up in the morning, and he says, "Uh, say this is going to be bad. This is gonna be bad." He said, and then he says, "Uh, they go, are you a virgin?" He goes, "Yeah, not since I was 10. <laughs> this the whole thing is so funny. I think he says bored. They do the
0: reveal really well because you're right. None of the guys in that group at the, at the poker table get it right away. And mm-hmm. you can kind of see them all slowly going, wait a minute, <laughs> what is this? And uh, I was thinking from an acting standpoint, you wouldn't, you wouldn't just figure it out right away. There would be this slowly like, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. What's he talking about? And yeah. like, uh, but then the, the sa- I like that it's the sand thing is, that, is what gives him away. <laughs> so like, bag of
1: sand.
2: <laughs> what?
1: and i love like little character things i just noticed during that scene they're all drinking alcohol and he's drinking an orange fanta i don't know <laughs> i just thought it was funny I'm like that's such a perfect drink for his character <laughs>
0: it is perfect... He he's very much i was watching this uh, tommy and I, I was thinking uh before we get into the next spots here this feels very much like a uh a beta version, alpha version, or whatever, a a
2: pre-release version of what Michael Scott is in a lot of ways watching this. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I think and especially early when you're kind of bursting onto the like movie screen, there's a certain shtick that like a comedic actor kind of leans into. So um yeah, I'm sure Steve Carell's kind of in that realm of like uncomfortable person. Um <laughs> yeah. You know. I also like that the the, the the they kind of build a good hierarchy in the store in the beginning here, where he's what I mean, what is he? He he like works in the uh, like inventory or something. Yeah, something yeah, like that. I stock. think. Um, yeah, and, you know, just like bottom feeder, entry level type <laughs> stuff, and the sales guys. It's like, oh yeah, blue polos. You're like, <laughs> that is a good point that they they I, I do like the hierarchy
0: there, and they I like that you there's different personality like the guys who are the sales guys do act like they would be the sales guys and the you know seth rogan acts like he would be the stock guy that doesn't really care and is kind of mm-hmm. whatever where the other guys are chatting the whole time and talking and moving fast and have a little bit of that sales guy vibe to them so mm-hmm. actually yeah
2: yeah good good world building
0: um so the next day andy isn't very excited about work and he shouldn't be everyone knows he's never knocked boots and everyone has given him a hard time about it David offers to help and Andy agrees to go out with the guys that night. However, now he's seen sex everywhere and has nightmares remembering his failed sexual exploits at the club. Jay says Andy needs to use his instincts to hit on drunk women. That leads to him, that leads him to Cal, who gets them to a bachelorette party. And things are going well as Andy starts going home with one of the girls there, but she's a little too drunk to drive. And it's a harrowing experience that ends in an accident and a face full of vomit while breaking some lights. The next day, the fellas have a (laughs) post-mortem on where Andy went wrong in the store. A woman needs help and the sales guys leave it to Andy to handle and Andy gets the woman's number. So the fellas go out to celebrate. They tell Andy to have sex with women. He doesn't care about first, before going for the woman he does care about. They grab some drinks and have some fun, and the next day he decides to call the girl at the eBay store, but he (laughs) hangs up on her when he gets nervous. Jay convinces Andy he needs to work on his appearance, and Andy, walk us through this wax scene. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god it's so good it is so good it was paul rudd calls it the he? you look like a man lantern <laughs> that that part is so great because it's it's really happening you know he's really getting waxed um i read this thing that the girl that waxed him almost ripped his nipple off because she didn't know to put like some kind of vaseline on it and i guess judd was like whoa whoa, whoa whoa wait uh but the things he's yelling is so funny i mean the kelly clarkson was probably the most memorable one but he's just that whole part is just so good it's just so funny
0: he i've read that he ad-libbed all that and oh, um, i had to be i don't know if, if it's true or not but that this scene has to be the iconic scene of this movie is is the the chest waxing andy i know you're a, a hairy fella so i was thinking to myself <laughs> have you ever had your chest waxed and was it similar
1: to this i have had my chest waxed but I. <laughs> I'm a pretty hairy guy, but I, I cannot compete with Steve Carell. He's like a wolf man, when they <laughs> say, like, why don't you take off your sweaters? So, um I think it's painful, yeah. But uh I don't have I don't have Steve Carell's uh um yeah. woolly I, woolly body. <laughs>
2: I, I noticed there's when when she does like a smear on like the low belly kind of belly button height. <laughs> yeah. And there you know, there's a little uh play in the skin when you get down there. And I think <laughs> Ah. You know, the skin is going to give first and then the hair needs to come and then rip. So it's kind of like a double a a double hit there. And I could I could tell that one was uh, excruciating, particularly (laughs) (laughs) just a little give
0: in the skin. Um, So, uh, Tommy, I want to talk to you a little bit about David, the Paul Rudd character here. And I love how he is obsessed with this girl who He dated four months for four months and it 's been two years and he 's just <laughs> devastated by this. Uh, tell us a little bit about paul rudd 's character and his his failed love
2: yeah i mean he's he 's really hung up on our, our sweet uh Mindy Kaling there uh, <laughs> as as the reveal turns out to be um, you know uh he 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 saw it at the poker scene just to jump back to that his his sappy story after they're like oh yeah they're talking about like dirty sex exploits yeah. that they had and then he's like it's like our souls merged. <laughs> i didn't i didn't know where my body ended and hers began and i mean, was like shut up with that and you're <laughs> Because it is this, like, you know, they're just like, you know, go out there and have sex. Uh and, and he's he's taking this like very emotional, like, oh yeah, it's a it's a spiritual communion of yeah, our yeah. of our love. I
0: I love the slow reveal too about how be- like not important that relationship really was. Like he's so <laughs> into it. It starts like, oh yeah, you know, I'm still hurt. This girl broke my heart, uh, she meant the world to me. And then you find out it was two years ago and then later you <laughs> find out it was for four months and then later you find out like she's been like never did anything
1: wrong she yeah, just yeah. up with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i did not know that <laughs>
0: uh andy i want to talk about the way the world has sort of changed since this movie came out and it's interesting during the poker scene um we're supposed to believe andy's this big nerd and this loser but he's like yeah so i play poker and i play uh halo and i was if that was today people like that just sounds like a normal guy like in the year in 2005 i guess maybe games weren't as popular or whatever but now i'm like yeah it sounds like i bet most people his age probably play
1: halo and that kind <laughs> of stuff if they're single i was even thinking when he's playing the tuba i'm like i'm like yeah good for you learning an instrument like what else are you gonna do it seemed like he was making the most of his time he wasn't just sitting there watching like netflix or something well, i guess they didn't have it then but um the thing the thing i really wanted to chat about though i think the shaving of the chest is probably the most memorable part like every time i think of this movie i think of that but leslie mann as the drunk girl in the car is amazing like what she's talking about like let's get some french toast and just like (laughs) just she falls asleep while she's driving and she's just like dancing she hits cars just the way she's talking to her she's like am i pretty like the whole thing is so your hands off the steering wheel (laughs) yeah (laughs) she's so good in like everything but in this i I did i don't think i maybe big daddy is before this but i hadn't really seen her in too much and it was just like she just kills it just like giving her like one scene and just going just go nuts and then yeah obviously the puke the puke is it's ridiculous did you she, have an I,
2: I love the idea of a shellfish sandwich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then when they kiss, he's like, "That tasted like so shellfish." <laughs> thats hard to say. She's uh, like, she's like, uh, "Look at me, look at me. You're not looking at me.
1: Look at me." <laughs> she's not watching the road. Missy Elliott's on. Is this like such a? She's rapping Missy Elliott. Just like it's so good. It's so funny. But to
0: to go back to it too, uh, Tommy. I know we've mentioned before, but 2005 was just such a, I didn't realize how specific of a year it was. Like she's buying the VCR DVD combo thing. <laughs> yeah. is. Like how long were those around and how dated does that feel? But also she works at, we sell your stuff on eBay. That's which the funny thing. I think that those stores were around for like nine months. <laughs> I, 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 if anyone listening works at one of those stores, I don't apologize. You probably should look for I don't, employment. I don't but, get that store. Um, but, uh, and then, um, also just like the, of course the Missy but like her hat, she was wearing Leslie Mann's hat. She was wearing and the style yeah. was so that was 2005 to a yeah. T and if you would ask me before I watched this movie, like, what was the style? Like, I don't know. I don't really know if there is one, but I watched <laughs> this movie. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> that is
2: 2005 yeah she, this is this is the era where you, you know kelly clarkson walked on the red carpet in a dress with jeans on underneath it like people were doing some weird stuff back in the day there
1: um strange strange times i
2: yeah, liked we,
1: her line too i wrote she says who's your name again
0: <laughs> <laughs> um it's funny because uh i was thinking about the ebay stuff the ebay store thing and, and how steve carell andy in the movie was uh he was like confusing. Like, so you sell people's things online. Like I don't get it, but I was thinking that's actually kind of the way it works now. <laughs> like Amazon basically just sells people's stuff online for them. So, yeah,
2: you know, I, it's, it's fun to talk about um, like all the, all the Seinfeld plots that, yeah, you know, whole, whole episodes of Seinfeld were built on things that are just a smartphone just completely does away with that. There's there's a certain quality of that to the four year old virgin where like you know mo- modern times just wouldn't permit a plot like this to unfold because just like an eBay store or you know a, a circuit city that's swarming with people and and salesmen <laughs> on the floor right um, that are fighting over like commissions and
0: like I want to be here at the busy time Man,
2: eh, there's not a busy time
0: anymore pal yeah. but
2: uh, you know to to the writers credit uh, they they do have Catherine Keener clock that the vzr dvd combo is going to be outdated in six Mm -hmm. months and they were not wrong no not
0: at all uh i had one of those by the way the vhs never got used but uh (laughs) but it did make me hold on to some vhs tapes i should have gotten rid of way Uh sooner uh andy my last one of them
2: boner jams jams? (laughs) (laughs)
0: 2003 had the best boner jams though if we're we're being honest (laughs) The uh, I want I want to ask you, Andy. What is your peripheral vision like? Is it good? <laughs> what? Remember uh, when they were yeah. they making the eye contact and like you got to look through your peripherals. Oh,
1: I don't think I remember that. What what part of, did I fall asleep at that part?
2: Jay was. They're they're like at the club and and he's like check out that chick over there and he looks right away and he's like don't look at her directly oh. you like look see her peripherally.
0: I gotcha. Peripheral. So I guess you don't have peripheral vision. I guess mine's you terrible. You have it right over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's got
2: the peripheral. Huh? I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I well, did want to say the, the first thing that I was just going to kind of like experience the movie and watch it. But um, I, I definitely did open up a note on my phone and pause the movie because I was cracking up at some kind of throwaway details. Everyone's confronting him about him being a virgin in the store and, uh, and he kind of, he runs out and he's like, oh God. And then he sees all these like sex things going on. Eruption. He, he goes to, uh, <laughs> he goes to a magazine stand and like, you know, you see your standard, like Cosmo and the cover of that one is like pre-sex. And you're like, okay, yeah. And Cosmo, you know, it's famous for its well, yeah. terrible, like sex advice, whatever. um And I had to write down the other ones. um So there was one called purse dogs, <laughs> and uh and there was just there was just a woman just standing there topless um and then there was uh canoe times was the next one and it was like asses uh up in the <laughs>
1: bending Ooh, over the canoe i didn't get that that was the, the uncut oh, version is
2: this unrated content
1: I guess wow. so. I didn't get wow. that. Did you, Jack?
2: Yeah. I mean, this was this was a great uh thing. Maybe <laughs> that's why I was so enamored with it. And after Canoe <laughs> Times Talk. with the asses, New it cut Talk. to extreme tutor tourist. Um <laughs> and it was a woman uh again topless, but she had like she was in a jungle and vines were kind of lady lady godivaing down <laughs> over her breast <laughs> <laughs> Um and then there was one called consumer medication with uh and the cover was about self breast exams and it was just a woman like in a mirror <laughs> <laughs> like, all of it all of it was boobs <laughs> that's so funny and, and then that bus with the eruption erupt- kind of didn- pulls up and he can't escape it so that <laughs> just uh in- that really had me going i i had to i had to rewind that is good <laughs> times can- <laughs> the canoe can- can- time times now. really really did me in <laughs>
0: <laughs> so af- after this uh while carrying out a tv cal says that andy needs to play the odds and just try to hook up with everybody so cal continues to say it's about asking questions so they go to the bookstore where elizabeth banks is working and he asks her questions and it works with the new confidence he calls Trish trish But he chickens out, and the whole thing goes poorly when she thinks he is a telemarketer. The next day, the fellows go to a speed dating lunch, and it doesn't go well. (laughs) David runs into Amy. Jay pretends to be a doctor, and Andy has a range of interactions. None of them good. Uh, Andy, (laughs) David dropped off some porn. Yeah, through that scene.
1: And everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> That's a good show. Boner, Boner Jams 03 is so funny. Because they do mention it a few times. I, I forget. Was it Boner Jams with a Z? I really hope so. I can't
0: remember. But that sounds 2005. It should be.
1: Yeah. But the... Uh,
0: 2003, I should say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the Data Palooza is amazing, <laughs> too. With Gina. Um,
0: I got to ask, Tommy... If if Andy's not having sex, what is a box of porn going to do to help him? I'm sure he has plenty of it if he's not having sex. What is that going to do?
2: I don't know. I mean, if he's to be believed, he, he just doesn't really engage in any sexual activity with others or himself. So, uh, you the, know. I love the uh I love the way that David left
0: just shouting that like, "No, I don't want your porn." <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a classic oh, move. It it really yeah. it really shuts down the conversation because you're you know Andy still has to keep living there with his neighbors and then they know about his giant porn collection. And he was he trying to get a dude to watch it with him. It. <laughs> no, Andy, I don't want to watch Boner Jams O three with you. <laughs> Boner Jam. Oh, actually while we're on the porn thing um what i did not realize until this viewing um because this is my first viewing post 2015 um that stormy daniels uh makes a makes a yeah. cameo here um <laughs> really? who now now famous on a international stage um, wow. for other
1: reasons but does she have the biggest was...
2: career after this
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably <laughs>
2: uh it's uh, yeah what are we
0: what a interesting cameo looking back on she was in space nuts yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think that's that's what he watches space nuts
0: that was her big that's what she's most known for now today
1: that's the one i know of (laughs) um i want to uh
0: tommy talk to us about this uh this speed dating which was a a very fun scene that we knew was going to go bad and just the array of people that these these guys talk to
2: yeah you know i think um particularly with steve carell um this this scene is great because it's a very salient moment for all the dating advice that he's been given from his friends really kind of starts blowing up in his face um which is a which is a good area to kind of mine comedy from as the movie goes beyond this so you know he sits down with that first woman and his his strategy is the elizabeth Banks strategy where he's just going to turn everything she says back into a question at her. And she's just like, what is going on right now? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, he meets, uh, um, oh gosh, I can't think of her name, Moe something. Jaina. Jaina, yeah, <laughs> who, who I also didn't recognize cause post Parks and Rec, but that's Joan Calamezzo. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Gina, you know, she wants to slap a little rouge on him. <laughs> all the rest. Uh, so <laughs> um, pretty, pretty disastrous uh, turn of events there. Was the
0: uh, Amy? Uh, was her name Amy? I can't remember. Um, uh, David's ex girlfriend, Amy. Yeah, was it Mindy? Was that a was that a cameo that we recognized at the time, Andy? Or was that was she still unknown when that happened?
1: I mean, I think she was just on The Office, probably, and just, I don't think we really knew Mindy Kalig yet.
0: Because uh, when she sat down, I was like, oh, and like, yeah. I was about it, I'm like, wait a minute, did I, f-? I don't think I had that reaction, I think I was just like, oh, yeah,
1: that's,
0: that's Amy, but again, everyone seemed to grow from this movie, um, but this- Speaking of
1: grow, that girl with, the, with her boob, that shook out of her dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Was... From I just a really safe,
2: was... <laughs> small town, Wisconsin- that's was, yeah. that was so
1: preposterous that that she, she
2: wouldn't feel that, that her boob <laughs> right. was gonna
1: shake shake out of her dress some guy obviously wrote that it oh, was her he had, her yeah, he's just, like tugging at his collar he's like,
0: <laughs> i mean i always imagine like the director or the writer when they get the actress there and being <laughs> like um so this is what's gonna happen your boob's gonna come out. And no, 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 we're not t- we're not putting it's just gonna stay out. And you're just gonna do the scene, but with your boob out. Like I feel like how do you not feel like a creep when you're like pitching that to them? Uh it's funny, but I'm trying to imagine before you get there and trying to pitch that scene to her. How do you not feel like a creep as you're talking about that scene with them? But I
2: don't,
0: I don't know. know. I don't know. You're but professionals, they they know, you know.
2: I Sometimes love your cats,
0: like... cats for a bit part. As they were leaving, my favorite bit was uh Seth Rogen being like you know, who I thought was the hottest, and you're not going to believe me, but Gina.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just I don't know the, his delivery
1: on that uh, was perfect. What but. did she say? It. She says, "Tuck your, I'll take you home. Tuck your sack back, or something like that."
2: <laughs> so yeah, slap a little rouge on you. And tuck your sack. <laughs> back.
1: I want to get back on the pogo
2: stick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so silly. Oh, it was such a mess. But then I was thinking about it. What kind of people do you expect to find at a lunchtime speed dating?
1: meet up you know, I thought about that. Those guys they all have lunch at the same time, each of them gets to leave the store. And does the <laughs> store close? It's literally like half the staff.
2: That's why Don't Amazon's putting them out of business,
1: okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, well,
2: and I think about it too. Another problem that's kind of solved by uh modern technology is just like speed, speed dating is now like an app, so mm. uh, yeah, you
0: know, yeah, if they had an app back then. They would. They, this whole thing wouldn't happen. They would have said, "Set up a Tinder, and ding yeah. boom."
2: Yeah, yeah. I would imagine that people were probably still putting personal ads in like local <laughs> newspapers at, at this stage. God, Maybe some were cool. kind of working their way online. Or I feel so old knowing that, that you're right.
1: Yeah.
2: That. <laughs> but my, you know, MySpace could <laughs> my, <laughs> meet meet some people that way.
0: Um. So the next day. David is struggling at work after seeing Amy. So Andy gets put in sales uh, to replace him for a little bit. And he chickens out talking to a girl right off the bat. But that just gets Jay to invite Andy to a quote party. This upsets Andy to the point that he marches into the eBay store and talks to Trish and they hit it off until Jonah Hill wants to buy some glittery shoes. The fellas are playing Mortal Kombat and talking trash to each other while Andy calls Trish and invites her over the fellas that, Uh, the fellas say that all the nerdy stuff in Andy's apartment will ruin everything. So they empty the apartment completely empty and Andy and Trish go to a restaurant and it goes great. So they end up at Trish's place. And before Andy can get a condom on Trish's kids walk in, but he does have an erection that lasts over four hours. Um, (laughs) Tommy, this is where I feel like the whole movie was prelude to this part where Andy's actually starting the relationship with Trish here. Tell us about his budding relationship and, and how he's doing and getting to know Trish.
2: Yeah. You know, he, he has several run-ins with her uh, calling the number she gave him and, and not even being brave enough to identify himself on the phone, you know, also pre-caller ID days. So he's mm-hmm. like, again, you know, we're old gets accosted as like a telemarketer. She's pissed about that. Um, tells him to go, uh, shoot himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, <actually, I'm> off
2: <laughs> <laughs> So some violent end. Um, but yeah, you know they they really hit it off. She's she's very sweet with him. Um, I particularly like the moment where she picks him up at his apartment because he doesn't drive a car, and she's mistaken because he's like, oh, I ride a bike. And she's like, oh, I love getting on the back of a motorcycle. He's like, oh, yeah, I ride a bicycle." <laughs> <laughs> um, but then his excuse for having an empty apartment, when she's like, oh, did you just move in? He's like, oh, we're, I'm, I'm having uh, carpeting put in tomorrow. <laughs> um, which is such a throwaway thing that actually comes back up later, which I never noticed. And I actually think that is one of the funniest things in the whole movie. Um, but yeah, Catherine Keener is... Um, brilliant you know she's uh a good foil for the the other banks's uh, and the other romantic uh, pursuits
0: the uh the bachelor party girl (laughs) yeah Um, yeah, (laughs) um yeah this was the it's funny the carpet line uh, something I always think about from this movie, and I don't even intentionally do it, but it comes up all the time is uh maybe if we pull up the hardwood, there's carpet underneath. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason that cracks me up. So every funny. Time. Every time I just it it'll seriously like just randomly pop into my mind for the past however many years and it, every time i see a hardwood floor i think that i wonder if you pull it up there's carpet underneath <laughs> <laughs> really uh, for some reason i just i i really dig that but andy i want you to uh, walk, talk to us about uh how we see andy in this movie uh take the heat for jay when his uh girlfriend or wife <laughs> or whatever jill finds out that he's at a speed dating uh,
1: hurting hurting for escorting <laughs> <laughs> Hope for, sh- Ho for show. Hope show. For show. <laughs> so good. I mean, Andy's such a nice, you know, likable guy. That's why you feel like so bad for him when he has his little conda, condom extravaganza. <laughs> like, <laughs> that part is so insane. He's literally just, it reminds me of like, you know, like a. 13 or 14 year old boy or something that's just like has no idea to, what to do with these things the time where he, he blows it up like a balloon and tries to put it on and it like and snaps.
0: I love I love how her daughter comes in and is like oh what are you doing and she looks at the pile of wrappers like yeah. oh how many times did you just have sex and the boyfriend's like teach me
1: <laughs> yeah that was so good <laughs> That boyfriend had one line and he nailed it. it so that's much. all. That's all he needed. Yeah, that... a, lot of,
2: a lot of good, uh, like young actors with one-liners in this one. Later, when they go to the um the sex clinic, we got some more good ones in there.
0: <laughs> we got some very good ones, and I just I have to I have to bring it up because this is just too 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 funny to me. Was when he calls the place, he's like, "Yeah, I'm calling because you said to call if uh, I have an erection that lasts more than four hours." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you need it's if you used our product. Oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> well, well, never mind
2: he, I, he gets specific he's like uh well i i can't personally help you i'm in bombay india <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like if you flick your flick your balls a couple times <laughs> he's like i was thinking i was like yeah that'd probably work <laughs> probably handle that situation pretty quickly
1: uh um, but what about jonah jonah hill again just another guy that's like in the movie Just i was cracking up the whole time with him in that scene (laughs) for one the boots he was buying i really wanted to see later scene i that's one thing jack like you said sometimes we get things in movies and then we don't get the payoff i feel Mm -hmm. like we didn't get the payoff i i wanted to see jonah hill with these boots at his place but i guess he that was the whole point he couldn't buy him there (laughs) But, but even the confusion there which which made total sense. He's like, "Wait, so yeah, I can't buy these? No, you could get them on eBay, but I want them now. <laughs> like, is this like super funny?"
0: That uh first off was that Jonah Hill's first movie scene, or did, or was this after something with him in it? Because I don't remember him. I, he looked pretty young in this movie. Yeah.
1: Super he looked bad younger than Superbad. Time. Yeah, um, it was super bad. Probably maybe the year after Superbad
2: this. came out around like oh seven or oh eight, but. That's
0: another thing that pops up in my head all the time where it's like, yeah, if I I give you the money and you give me these, you're making it really difficult. Uh, Whenever I'm dealing with... customer service or someone that is making life difficult i'm always like look i'm trying to buy something make it easy for me i always think of this scene
1: like just when you're trying to buy those
0: boots jack when i'm trying to buy those boots um because i want to go home and wear them i like how he specifies too so i can go home and wear them (laughs) uh so uh andy's doing great at work and he moves to sales permanently and his boss is offering to be a buddy he (laughs) declines but the fellas say he needs to tell trish he's a virgin so andy takes trish to a nice restaurant and she talks about her kids and that maybe they should hold off on sex instead of telling trish andy just agrees so back at her place andy meets the kids again and they aren't impressed And neither is Cal, who calls Trish a Jack Palance grandma. But (laughs) his boss is impressed, and she makes him a floor manager. And his first job as floor manager uh, is to deal with Jay, who is an emotional wreck because Jill left him. And now Jay understands a good relationship doesn't need sex. Then we get a montage of Trish and Andy's relationship and the dates counting down to the 20th one. Andy wants to open up his own store, which I'm sure will work out great as the internet continues to grow. But Andy also decides to sell his collectibles to achieve that dream. Andy's also getting good at being a manager and managing the family as he takes Trish's daughter to Planned Parenthood. There they learn about sex and Trish's daughter admits it's obvious that Andy is a virgin. Tommy, you had mentioned it before. Tell us about this uh, Planned Parenthood scene because I think this was this is a forgotten standout moment for me
2: love this one and another thing with uh you know present day eyes looking back on that um the counselor that's running that discussion group Mm -hmm. is uh eventually goes on to play one of steve Carell's girlfriends on the office and is famously his real life wife so um i always thought that was funny um but yeah i mean that scene is genius where it's just you know even now all these teenagers that are in the room have all had sex and and Oh, the parents are piling up on Steve Carell. So they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a virgin.
1: Yeah. What does he say? Is it true that you really lose it? If What does he say?
2: If, if, is it true that if you don't use it,
1: you lose it? Is <laughs> that a serious question? <laughs> <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps
0: trying to ask the questions, like, hypothetically or, like, for yeah. the daughter, but it's clearly for <laughs> Yeah, him. yeah.
1: Such even a... him looking at the the model of it of the vagina he's like where does the penis go <laughs> uh
0: but this was another one where like you have the guy from reno nine one one in there another a bunch of famous people in this uh but speaking of famous people andy there's a client customer confrontation with jay starring one kevin hart
1: i had no idea he was in this movie like it's crazy to think, like you know, again these small parts that him Jonah Hill. That, is that a hype uh, joke? What? <laughs> no, uh, he's probably just a little shorter than I am. Um, but no, to this to have these these smaller parts, and then all of a sudden they like you know Kevin Hart's headlining his own movies. So is Jonah Hill? You know, Kat Dennings has had her own show. Like it's just it's it's crazy. This how well people did after this movie. You know, Elizabeth Banks, we talked about too, like, you know, she's gone on to have this crazy career. So um it was you cool know, see, um... seeing him. I had no idea. It felt
0: weird him being in this movie. Like <laughs> like right. I felt like, wait, you're not supposed to be in this movie. This isn't like you're a different type of comedian. This is a different type of comedy. What do you yeah what are you what are you doing here? You know it was uh it would be like if like uh Jim Carrey walked in and you'd be like, wait, no, like you're, you're, a, you're a great comedian, but this isn't like one of your movies. This is, yeah, yeah. you're in the wrong place. Or something. Yeah, it was very
1: strange. I had to look twice. I'm like, that guy looks like Kevin Hart. But I mean, <laughs> there's not a lot of guys that it's Kevin Hart, you know, Yeah. you're not like, oh, yeah, I think I saw Kevin Hart today. Oh, no, you would, you would know.
0: It was a funny scene. It was just like, wait,
1: Kevin Hart. Wait, what's yeah,
0: yeah. So this this was it was interesting because as, as a movie as I'm taking notes and as I'm watching this this little bit here was all funny stuff but this is where i started starting to think did we really need to go over two hours in this movie was there uh, some stuff that maybe could have uh, hit the I, Tommy you don't know this but I I get very frustrated when a movie goes over two hours and there's not anything you can cut out you know or there's stuff you could cut out I feel like once you go over two hours everything needs to be mandatory. You, you can't have just Yeah. Direct.
1: especially in a comedy.
2: Yeah, I was a little concerned with my own viewing cuz I um I watched the unrated version, so there was stuff that obviously had been cut and uh, scenes that were feeling a little over long and I <laughs> felt like, "Oh, maybe that's cuz I watched like a director's cut or something." So, it's funny hearing you watching the like theatrical one that you still felt that way cuz I had the same thought. Um, I mean, they were funny. Like there was there wasn't any scenes where it was like,
0: "Oh, that wasn't even funny," but it was just like Like I said, I'm I live in a Twitter world where everything's very short and condensed. And and so I'm like, I just I miss the days of the 90 minute movie, Tommy. I just I remember Mm. the days where you get an hour and a half and it was you were in, you were out. It was good. And we get these two and a half hour movies. And and I'm like, well, you didn't really need
1: that. Yeah, we had them all in our I feel like all of our 90s movies we reviewed were all like in that sweet spot. That sweet 90s hour and 30 minutes.
0: Now they're all pushing three hours, it
1: seems Mm. like. I mean, come on. I mean, if you, yeah, sometimes I'm like, okay, you
0: couldn't have cut anything out. I get it. You needed it all in there, but felt like there were some scenes in here that were just added for funsies. And this movie's (laughs) not about funsies, this movie's about serious things that are mandatory. Uh, But let's get to the end of this movie already. Uh, As it's the 20th date, It's time for these two to have sex, but (laughs) Andy chickens out and has second thoughts about selling his toys and Andy and Trish fight. So he leaves a virgin. Speaking of fighting Jay and Jill are back together and they're having a baby shower at a club. Uh, (laughs) But while there David finally hits on his coworker and they make out and Andy goes home with the bookstore girl. She hops in the tub and it's all systems go. But Andy has second thoughts again and his friends are there to back him up on his decision.
1: Uh, Andy, heads <laughs> that <was home>. great.
0: <laughs> Andy heads home and finds Trish digging through his box of guilty pleasures. <laughs> and she runs in Boner jams. Andy follows on his bike. And after getting into an accident, he admits <laughs> to her he's a virgin. And Trish is understanding. And eventually they get married. We're told he made half a million off of the toys he sold. And after two hours and one minute of passion, he's just a 40-year-old. <laughs> We're sung and danced out to the age of Aquarius. <laughs> so the, uh, the movie ends there. And um, I want to go back to the fight. And Andy, I'm going to throw this to you. Mm. She says, I'm not trying to change you, but you ride a bike to work and work in a stock room. That sounds to me like she's trying, trying to change, to change him. Him.
1: yeah, you know I didn't really like that scene too much. I, I was I kind of felt for Steve Carell there. you know he had his action figures that were important to him and she was kind of making him change. You're right.
0: yeah, I was, I was like what is, this isn't love Tommy this this to me I'm watching this and I'm like, this girl is basically saying, yeah, get rid of all the things you care about, all the things you're passionate about, all the things you've spent your life building so that you can make some money and give me a big wedding.
1: <laughs> and he did.
2: <laughs> what kind of message is that?
1: I'm keeping my baseball I mean, card.
2: I, I want to say the wedding was not necessarily, uh, you know, a, a, a premeditation on, on that part. I, I, I thought it was more, you know, she, she's like, you could liquidate your toy collection that isn't doing anything and like pursue a dream. Now, opening an independent electronics store, uh, 18 months before the Oh seven bus. (laughs) Um, I don't know that there was such a happily ever after for these two. Uh, No.
0: no, this did not, this does not end well for them, especially he made a lot of money selling his stuff, but not like live off of it forever kind of money, not in Los Angeles, not with the rent where it is today.
1: Well and and speaking of you mentioned this earlier, and i I had this this down I wanted to chat about Elizabeth Banks works at a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Her place is amazing, like, she's got I'm like this mean. monster place. I'm like, she got a bathtub like like just like in a bookstore. Yeah. I don't know i you probably would have like a one bedroom apartment. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just, unless, I don't know, maybe you made more money at a big store than I knew. Yeah. If so, she I she know. also took out a subprime mortgage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it really, really, it's a time capsule for people that are over leveraged on properties. that They had no business taking out loans to buy.
1: Yeah, but, we should have seen the sequel to this. That's,
2: that's the true, uh, you know, retrospective take on 40 year old person. Right. All these
0: people, it does not end well for any of these people. Don't bite man. off more
2: house than you can chew. All of them all of them wound up in like a suburb like Henderson, Nevada or something. At that. <laughs> <laughs> they they definitely fled the area. <laughs>
1: um that's so specific it's so it's, it's
2: <laughs> very
0: accurate too i, yeah, I yeah. imagine because yeah that, i actually had that on my list of things uh elizabeth banks no way she affords that place in a uh on a mall bookstore
2: associate paycheck <laughs> yeah yeah can uh, we just say, I mean, Elizabeth Banks is great. She gives a stellar performance as, like, the <laughs> kind of, like, unhinged, like, yeah, yeah. crazy in bed girl and yeah. just does, like, such a good job.
1: I was, yeah, everyone does so, a great So good. And, and I, loved, I love uh, how Seth Rogen's character sticks around. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so perfect. <laughs> I, I like how I was like, oh yeah, she's she's crazy. We all have keys to her house. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Now I, I don't know how much uh, extra my unrated version had, but there was like a meta scene where Steve Carell kind of stands in for the audience, where she's using the shower nozzle, and
1: and he just says, "This is explicit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, uh, uh, "Oh, this is graphic or something like." that. Yeah, right? this is yeah. graphic. <laughs> so yeah, I was yeah, like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a great great scene though because you do like you know he's drunk and he's like into this idea and then like you see it in his face that he's like yeah oh no this isn't what i like it's actually like really good acting during that yeah scene, it,
2: it's it's like such a well-structured finale he has like the blow up with katherine keener and they separate and you're just like oh no don't go to elizabeth banks like yeah. make up with her and you know, fix things. And he goes and has this like ego, like crisis of conscience and winds <laughs> up going back home. And this was like the scene that I had to rewatch because it, it literally just delivers like the best humor in the movie, at least on this viewing for me, is Catherine Keener going through all these things in his apartment. <laughs> because for the first time, like all their advice and stuff, like, oh, get the drunk chick. Oh, here's a box of porn, all these things. It's like, guy talk and it's all between guys and this is the first time that like a woman is laying eyes on what these men have like (laughs) tried to turn Steve Carell into and she's like (laughs) horrified and you know you just see all these things she's like boner jam 03 and it's just like oh yeah this is pretty shocking stuff but she thinks he's like gonna he's a serial killer or something and he's hes, he's gonna get her and the the this is the line I've been waiting for because they set it up earlier when he's like oh yeah I'm having carpet put in tomorrow the thing that like makes her flee for her life she's like no no and she like looks down and she's like didn't get new
1: carpeting
2: <laughs> it's just this like this like deadpan moment where it's just like it's the floors that that give it away and, and she runs out of the apartment and, and the chase ensues
1: and he keeps up with her for quite some time I was thinking I'm like man he's got some good cardio yeah
2: I'm glad you brought up the carpet
0: thing because I noticed it for the first time this time around too and I loved yeah. it also I can't remember what the exact quote was but like when they were in the street and uh, the guy behind him honks his horn is like get out of the road you virgin <laughs> I love, I love the
2: like the big stunt. He, he you know, he flies through the truck panels, and he's like, "I hit both billboards." <laughs>
0: so, um, I, I guess to, to wrap it up, and, and Tommy, you're the guest, so you get the last words on this one. Uh, going back and rewatching this, it was it was fun. It was interesting. It felt very much like. I, I would say though that this movie felt very much like it kind of kicked off a style of comedy maybe just to the Judd Apatow style of comedy and it was weird watching it now and it didn't feel like it was quite as refined as what i guess it becomes later for Judd Apatow so it was kind of interesting to watch from a comedy standpoint but also just like i said at the beginning this everything about like the style the way the clothes they were wearing and uh, the music that played throughout this movie and the jobs and all that other stuff just felt so much like a time capsule really one of my favorite things about this show is being able to go back and be like no that is specifically 2005 and so it was really fun to go back and watch um some things age better than others in it but uh overall it was a uh, yeah there's
2: there's some me too eyebrow raises and in, in, from from where we stand now <laughs> yeah there's definitely
0: a few moments where i was like Ooh, yeah that's it's not great but it, it was still a fun fun movie to go back and visit uh Andy, what did you think about the movie overall thoughts and has anyone ever flicked your balls to motivate you to talk to a girl?
1: Usually you do. Um, (laughs) It was great. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was great to see like, I love Paul Rudd. So just to see, you know, Paul Rudd, I feel like this is really his like, from here, he just like skyrocketed, you know, into all these comedy parts. I I think Anchorman may have been the year before this, but um, really him just like, knocking it out of the park and same with seth rogan so it was great just to see all these comedy kind of all stars you know all on the same playing field and then all of a sudden now they're you know all of them are like i said before like the lead of their own film or lead of their own show so um i thought it was great it was great to kind of see steve carell's like kind of first leading man performance and and see where he's gone from there but super funny i think a lot of the jokes kind of hold up and i noticed there a lot of the jokes i'd say in my you know, normal life. And I'm like, where did I get that from? And then, you know, you see it in the movie, you go, oh, I do flick people in the balls from that movie.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I had forgotten how often I used to say the French toast line.
1: Um, <laughs> and uh,
2: I, I'm happy to have dusted that one off. It's, it's coming back big time in my life. Good. You know, I just want to say that I do think that this was an interesting film because i'm sure you guys have hit some other comedies maybe like 90s 80s type stuff which i mm-hmm. feel like definitely derives a lot more humor from like slapstick type elements whereas i i do feel like this kind of um this was very much like a like a character arc for steve carell like they it's it's very focused on him like throughout and his transformation and um you know, I, th- I think that you can, you know, mine humor from from just the lives that people are living without having to, you know, necessarily do like a Dumb and Dumber thing with a, a not to crap on Dumb and Dumber, but, Careful. you know. <laughs> <laughs> no no one's like petting a bird with a duct tape on head <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> but, right. Uh, right.
0: right yeah it's a it was a fun one uh tommy thanks for joining us but before we go uh i always like to test andy here and i like you to be a part of it um i'm gonna test andy here it's the six degrees of kevin bacon can andy connect someone from this movie to kevin bacon in six moves yeah well i feel like it's gonna be easy
1: yeah it is steve carell is in crazy stupid love with kevin bacon boo Boo. Boo. One stop shop. It's so Jean Claude Van is in.
0: <laughs> uh, well, that was too easy, but uh, hey, we we're we're at we're at an hour, so we're gonna wrap it up. Anyways, uh, that does it for us. Next movie we're gonna do, we're gonna go to 2006 to discuss the Pursuit of Happiness. Then we go to 2007 to talk about Hot Rod, and then we're doing 2008 Bronson. So uh, uh, oh some zigging and zagging with the different types of movies we're going to be always. watching, but it should be fun as always. Before we go, my name is Jack Farmer. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Uh, Andy, where can find you and anything you're working on?
1: You can find me at Just Andy Rossi, and find my film Dead Body at Amazon or Tubi.
0: Tommy, do you want people to find you? And if so,
2: where can they find you and what you're working on? Uh, No, I do not want to be found or contacted. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thanks, Thanks for being
0: on. That does it for the evolution of movies this time around. And we'll see you all next year.